Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. of the Diz Explorers podcast, where each episode we explore the many avenues of the great Disney universe. Well, before we get started, I'd like to, uh, I hope everybody enjoyed last week's episode and didn't need too many tissues and don't think that uh, we're a bunch of giant saps, especially me, because listening back to editing it, I was like, wow, uh, that's a side of me that never comes out anywhere ever. So anyway, <laughs> hoping to scare anybody away. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so we hope you enjoyed the episode. It was definitely much different than anything we've ever generally talked about. So, but so this week we're back to the fun and the ridiculousness and the silliness. We are going to discuss. I guess they. I guess we can call it armchair imagineering or uh, cruise ship imagineering. And I guess so. we're just going to kind of discuss things we would, if we were in charge of coming up with ideas for Disney Cruise Line or different destinations or themes or anything to do with it, kind of, um, that's what, uh, so that's what we're going to do. You know, we kind of came up with this about an hour ago, so we'll see how it goes and where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, we do our best work spontaneity, spontaneously. Yeah, no. We definitely do. So, you know, in case you haven't heard, that's kind of how I uh, do everything. That's how we roll. <laughs> that's how we roll. That's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see if uh, we're not doing video tonight, not even for our ourselves to watch, but it would be very interesting <laughs> to see if Adrian starts twitching and her eye starts going crazy because it's not planned. Listen, it's been like three years. I'm used to it by now. <laughs> And I only make someone has to keep us together. And I only make fun of her because I love her. It's all right. (laughs) All right. So anyway, we're going to change it up, and I'm going to let the cruise people are going to start this one off. So Melanie and or Milford, whoever would like to, is uh, the the microphone. We never get to go first. I know. (laughs) All right. This is your guys. this is your chance well, to blow that's it. That's usually preferably that I don't like to go I first. So. <laughs> I can't think of a fancy word. You're, uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'll jump in. So there are a few things that I would like to see, especially on the new ships that are coming up in 2021, 22, and 23. Some of them I've seen on other cruise lines. Other things are just things that, why doesn't Disney have them already anyway? I don't know. First off, 
and I've said it before, I'm a mom of three kids or a family of five. I really want some more stateroom configurations for different sized families that aren't in the concierge level category. Right. You know, something that can fit six, that maybe a junior suite type of deal <clears throat> that can accommodate families of up to five or six that are, I mean, and I get it, they're going to cost more because they do fit more guests, but aren't necessarily concierge level. So, more stateroom configurations. I hope those are coming on with the new ships. I, I would think that that would be probably feedback they hear at the end of every cruise is that it's just hard for families that aren't families of four, right. or families of three to fit yeah. on exactly. a cruise ship. No, I know. I, it, it's I'm in, tough. I'm in the same boat. Ha ha, pun intended. R, R, R. I also, so. Other cruise lines have these, and I, I again, I hope that the new ships will. I would love to see a sushi restaurant or maybe even Pan-Asian type of restaurant in the signature offerings. Definitely a pay-for-play kind of restaurant. That's the quality I'm looking for, and I would definitely call it Harryhausen's. And you I feel know like that I everyone, get that reference. You should... You guys should get the Harryhausen's reference. Monsters, Inc. Thank yep. you. <laughs> that is the sushi restaurant in Monsters, Inc. <clears throat> I um, feel like we've talked about that before. We have. We have talked about it. That's just, it's top of my list. That sushi is, anytime my family celebrates, that's what we go out for. Aww. So that's something that we would totally pay for. And by the time these ships come online, all three of my kids will be over the age of 18. So come on, Disney, take our money. <laughs> you know, we're, we're asking to give it to you. You know, give us what we want. Um, and one thing I haven't talked about, but I've in researching, I actually just booked a cruise on another cruise line. <gasps> I shame. I know, shame. Sacrilege. <laughs> we're kind of excited, actually. Um, we've sh we've sailed on all of the Disney ships, so we're, we're excited to try some some new things but i've seen on other cruise lines and not on the one actually that we're sailing on where they have the stargazing lounges or they have the comfortable chairs with the solarium type windows and you can like gaze up at the stars kind of like a when you wish upon a star lounge kind of thing so that you know you're out in the middle of the ocean with no light pollution yeah i, I like somewhere indoors at night because it gets cold and windy on deck I'd love somewhere indoors, protected from the wind, where you can just sit and stargaze for an hour or so, and it wouldn't mind having somebody coming by to bring you drinks. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, that, I would call it when you wish upon a star, and Aww. just have a lovely place to sit up and stargaze. Hey, put it, bring it in, astronomer. Just tell us what we're looking at. Those kind of things. Um, so that. Simple things, like I said, the stateroom configurations, some new restaurant offerings, because Remy French, Paolo is Italian, so I think something in the Asian cuisine market just makes sense for the next ship. Um, and some more indoor spaces. I think the indoor spaces could be refreshed. They could, and I'm sure that the Imagineers are on that, but I would love some more creative indoor spaces for when the weather gets 
super windy or if you're not like a, just a hang out by the pool kind of person or if you're going on cruises in the winter where hanging out by the pool is not your main goal right but I don't want them there, there are things I don't want them to change to so <laughs> I, I like the signature styling the old I hate using the Titanic reference but the old <laughs> luxury cruise ship look to them the deco and the art nouveau i love that look so i don't want that to go anywhere but but some new indoor spaces i think would be first on my list i don't really have any destinations in mind though so milford i know you said you had some destinations well i'd i'd really like to see them do japan and potentially china because you know you could do a cruise between hong kong and Japan and get in two different parks. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I mean, they already do that with the cruise from New York. Um, a couple times a year, they bring a cruise from New York. I don't remember when they do that. In uh, the fall. It's in the fall, right? When they come back from Europe. The magic leaves out of New York Harbor. Yeah, and then they port in Port Canaveral, and then everybody gets off the boat and goes to Disney World for the day. Nice. And that's included in the cost of the cruise. It's not an extra cost. Yeah, their pass is included that day. So that's kind of cool. cool. Uh, You know, I could see them doing that with Hong Kong for sure. Tokyo, I don't know. That's that's probably a pretty good bus ride. But, I mean, they're already doing Hawaii. So, you know, that's already there. I wish I would like to see them do more Hawaii uh, itineraries. And then, you know, I really can't think of anywhere else I'd want to go on a boat. Um, (laughs) But they're not already going. I mean, you know, they already do the Mediterranean in the summer. They already do uh, Europe in the summer, off and on. They're already doing the West Coast, California, Washington, and Alaska. I guess I'd like to see them leave a boat on the West Coast and do more California, Mexico cruises. Probably. I thought they were doing I that. I think that's probably going to happen when they get more boats. They're leaving the wonder on the West Coast longer and longer each year, it seems. Yeah. I think working up to that eventually. Yeah, I think that's the destiny of it and the magic staying probably in the med in Europe. Because it could stay in the med year round. There's no reason why it couldn't. Um, and then we pretty much know right now the talk is that that at least in the rumor mill that the four ships are going to end up out of Port Canaveral because this came out a couple weeks ago they came out with a plan to update Port Canaveral uh, Dock 10 which is Uh where Royal Caribbean used to berth their ships right um but they've now put on the causeway past fish lips and build a new place down there. So now the only ones using 10 is a uh, Norwegian cruise line, NCL. Mm-hmm. And they're only in there one day a week. So, so potentially the potential is there that you could have four ships sailing out of Port Canaveral mm-hmm. and you know, the alternative maybe sailing out of Miami a few times yeah. a year. The only thing I can, a couple things I can think of on board. I, I, I like your idea with bigger rooms for us lay people that can't afford concierge. Because, <laughs> right. uh, you know, when, when I'm taking the wife and both kids and, you know, that 
and we want to have a separate room, it'd be nice to have a suite that's not concierge that we got to pay yeah. $15,000 for. Um, <clears throat> the concierge on the one that I just booked, and it's nothing like Disney prices. I know, I right? Because, you know, you get accustomed to Disney prices, and mm. all of a sudden, those concierge suites, you're like, whoa, that's a deal. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to have to compare mind. notes with you because we're actually thinking about doing a Royal Caribbean cruise next year, too. Okay, great. Just as something yeah. as a break. Sure. And so. Always podcast and it's a learning. I'm learning. You know, just like when you go over to a new cruise line, there's things I have to learn. And yeah. I'm kind of meticulous about this. I want to have them in the book and have notes about when I do this, how I do that, how much is this. So. Yeah, I'm diving straight on in and learning everything. It's kind of fun to have something new to sink my teeth into. So I'm excited to let him see on Disney. And what's even worse is we're going to Universal before we see on Disney Cruise Line. Oh, jeez. My kids still haven't been to Harry Potter World. Bad mom. Oh, gosh. They're like 21. You're such 18, a terrible parent. 17. I know. <laughs> You're a terrible nerd parent. <laughs> I am. I'm a terrible nerd parent. So chances are we'll probably do all this before my kids ever set foot in Star Wars, Star Wars land. So, yeah. <laughs> you got a better sh- you You'll actually get stuff done there. You won't get. It's true. You may step foot in Star Wars land, but that's about all you're going to get inside there. Yeah. Yeah, right. I think we're going to be waiting a while on that one. Oh, I'm but, scared. We're going in December. I'm scared. Oh, I don't think it'll be open yet. You know, it's the fall. It better. The fall could be right <laughs> up till December 20th. I got. I know. Today. I know. That's right. If we're going That's like scary. the 13th or something, so. Mm. It's yeah. Their seasons are funny because I was on the phone with Disney yesterday because I had to switch. Uh, I was having trouble with something with the My Disney Experience app when I was doing the Fast Passes. And uh, I happened to ask the guy, because I was telling him, you know, my why I was switching people around and my kids and off of me managing them to my wife doing it because I wasn't going on the trip and yada, yada, yada. And he was like, you know, at the end of the call, he's like, oh, I hope you can get down again soon. I was like, well, I said, you might be able to help me out with that. He said, do you know when Illuminations is ending? <laughs> and he was like, I wish I did. He said, like, nope, they keep telling us end of summertime he said but summer at disney world runs through september yeah i said yeah yep. okay that's what i keep hearing he's like so i'm sorry <laughs> i said no nah, that's all right <laughs> i said i didn't hurt to ask so i'm telling you though my suspicion is october honestly because that pixar thing that they just started with the Incredibles or whatever, that incredible street party. Yeah. All of that goes through September 30th, plus free dining ending on September 30th. Oh. I just, I'm feeling mid-October. I could be wrong, but... That would be that would be more of a pain, but it is what it is. I'll make it work. <laughs> we'll, get on that, we'll get on that topic again, so... Right, I know. Yeah, no, that's all right. Uh, my fear is they're going to announce it's going to be during the travel agent cruise I'm on in September. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just, you know. So the other thing, you know, there's one other thing for on the ship that I would really love to see because there are so many DVC members that show up on the boat. They need their own space. Ooh, they need their nice. own lounge. Like a DVC lounge? Yes. You know, Concierge has their lounge. 
Why can't the DVC have a lounge? Maybe combine a platinum and DVC lounge. Yeah, that would be nice, but you know. And then you know, for us folks that are, I'm sorry, platinum cruisers. Yeah. Um, you know, they let us use the concierge desk to check in. We should be able to use a concierge lounge, I think. But you know. mm, I'm gonna go no on that one. Yeah, I'm probably gonna say that too. But <laughs> since I'm platinum and DVC, <laughs> Disney, if you're listening, the difference they'll have their whatever the equivalent of platinum lounge is separate from the concierge lounge, so there are separate spaces on some ships. But... Yeah. I can see combining platinum with DVC because they're starting to get similar perks anyway. Yeah, I know. Somewhat. But just throw us a bone with them. Right? <laughs> yeah. I wish we could do that. That'd be nice. I did hear that the port terminal at Port Connecticut is going to have better seating or actual seating. Well, say. they're upgrading both ports. So. They are. The, the seating is, a, is an issue at Port Canaveral right now. There's just, it's limited. That's probably the only reason I would ever see anybody even bother getting there early is if you want to actually sit down while you wait. Yeah, that's um, why I like the fact that I'm platinum. I can just, I just show up and go right on the boat. You know, I don't have right. to sit there in a chair and wait for my number to get called. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> that's why I tell people, like, if you're not platinum or concierge, don't even bother showing up until there. Yeah, don't show up until you're scheduled to be there because it won't do you any good. And if you try to schedule before noon, you're not going to get on the ship before noon anyway. I mean, they start with the first boarding groups usually between 11 15 and 11 40. Yep. So if you're bumping up to noon anyway, just show up in there. People don't listen to me. That's okay. You're excited. You want to get early and see everything, but hurry up and wait. So yeah, I would like to see what they make of the new ports while we're armchair imagining. So I'm sure there'll hopefully be some interactive play spaces, more seating. Yeah. Um. I get why they don't have food and drinks in there. That would just be a mess. Uh, no, I get that. I get that. I'm just like, oh, what about food or snacks? I'm like, oh, I just think of the mess. I think that's one reason <laughs> why they did move to, you know, trying to uh, get people, you know, to show up at the time they're supposed to for their boarding. Right. That way there's not as much people trying to have to sit around. So. Yeah. All right. Adrian, where would you like to go? <laughs> Okay, I I don't listen. You know, y'all know I know nothing about cruises or cruising, honestly. But just if we're playing like fantasy, I want to travel to Australia, so I want to do it on a Disney cruise. Do they do right. one there? Nope. Okay, I didn't think they did, but you know. So yeah, that was my thing. And so then I'm trying to think because we talked about you know armchair imagineering a theme. So I was trying to think of themes that would go along with um, an Australian New Zealand cruise and unfortunately I didn't realize until I researched it Lord of the Rings is not owned by Fox so that newest acquisition will not help but it would be nice if it did 
the rescuers i love the rescuers and the rescuers down under and mm. that would be really cute i don't know how you would incorporate that because i'm not an imagineer but it would be a lot of fun that's what i was thinking hmm. but mainly i just want to go to australia anybody want to fund that for me there you go i'd like to go to australia too <laughs> <laughs> But it's expensive. It is. It's ridiculous. I've looked I, it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a quote request for somebody yeah. to go to Australia, and oh my god. Yeah. I mean, just the flights oh, are yeah. ridiculous, which is how it is for any, for any travel. It's always the flights that kill a, a family of four or greater. But um, yeah, it's the same like when I wanted to go to Disneyland Paris. It's the flight. The flight is what kills me. Yeah, that's Put me be, on a boat. Uh, yeah. And we won't think about the logistics of it. No, right, right, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you know. But this, the whole time I was sitting here thinking and trying to brainstorm stuff up, I thought, thank, this is why I am not an Imagineer. Because apparently this I can't hard. dream it nor do it. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm not a... I can plan it, but I can't dream it or do it. I can't sit down. I used to think I was a very creative person, but if I sit down and actively like, all right, I'm, I'm going to come up with something. Like, even if I feel like drawing something, I just can't do it anymore. I remember sitting in my room as a teenager and, and just having music on and sitting at my little desk or on my floor and just drawing stuff. And I have all the stuff I used to draw. It's hanging up down in my basement because I was like, oh, this shit is cool. I'm going to keep it. And it was all rolled up in one big tube. And I was, you know, it's nothing spectacular, but it's not horrible stuff. And I was like, oh, this stuff is cool. But now I sit down, I try to do stuff and I'm like, man, what the hell happened to my, like, I can't do it. I can't get it out of my brain to my hand. <laughs> kids, man. I blame kids for everything. I guess so. Mm -hmm. I'm much better. <laughs> See, I, I can, I can do it, not drawing it on paper. I can convert it into uh, like the wood carvings I do and stuff like that, which to me makes no sense at all because that seems to be harder than actually drawing with a pencil and a paper. But for some reason, I can figure that out. I don't know. <laughs> I blame the rum. <laughs> but, uh... There you go. That works too. <laughs> yeah. That works. That's a good excuse. Speaking of rum, uh, we shall have a cruise that is a uh, a booze cruise. No, uh, I, I think, yeah, I, I I don't know that I could come up with a different destination that would make sense for a cruise ship and be Disney themed. Like going to some of those South Pacific islands would probably be really cool, Fiji and Tahiti and Samoa and all that. But yeah, I just there's just not enough going on on them for like uh, families. Like I, I know there are families that go there for vacation, but that's a pretty much like you go and you relax. There's there's nothing to do. There's not amusement parks. There's not you know mini golf and all sorts of uh, normal touristy things. So it, it'd be a one thousand percent just relaxing chilling on the beach beautiful water and massages and well, i would assume people serving you some sort of ridiculous cocktails all day long or maybe not i don't know i've never researched My ties. yeah i've never researched one of those trips because i know i'll never be able to afford one so um but as far as for the theming of the ship um 
I would enjoy a crossover of of a Pirates themed, and it doesn't necessarily have to be, well, it would have to be Pirates of the Caribbean because that's what Disney owns, but a Pirates uh, Tiki Room kind of mix crossover thing. So, you know, you could have a whole story behind it, like the Pirates ransacked and they did all they did, and it's like they got older and... And they had enough ransacking, and they used everything they plundered, and they pillaged, and they turned, uh, you know, all, all their pirate fortresses and stuff like that to, like, a giant tiki bar and oasis and a place where they can just hang out and drink their rest remainder of their days away and eat food and tell their stories and so on and so forth, and... Yeah, so I think, well, for me personally, I think that would be cool because, uh, uh, number one, that would be the, uh, that would be the backstory for if I ever build my, uh, tiki bar in my basement, that's, that's, that's the story behind it. So, uh, you heard it here first, folks. I'll tell you when the opening, (laughs) I'll tell you when opening day is, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, that would be awesome. And I mean, other than what they do now, I don't, you know, I probably wouldn't be like a a show so to speak it would maybe be similar to like a uh like a luau type show with with the fire dancers and the uh and the hawaiian dancers of of the different from different islands or something like that and just i don't know how you would theme it and make it you know and to get the pirate mix in it somehow you know, and, and, and kind of like what Milford was saying about a uh, like a DVC area, there could be like a specific area that was... There would obviously be adult areas and ch- kid, kid areas and something like that, but kind of like a... You know, they were, there would be your your typical clubs and uh, entertainment areas where it wouldn't be super heavily themed because there are going to be people that don't want it 24-7. You couldn't... I guess you couldn't... I mean, none of those themed cruises have... The, the theme isn't throughout the whole thing the whole ship bow to stern and and the entire time you're there like even like the marvel ones and the star wars ones at least to my knowledge i've never been on all those but when did they start those has that always been a thing like star wars weekends and when when did they start those cruises i don't know they started those two years ago the star wars ones it was this is the this is the third year because i thought about like a pirate's themed cruise like you're talking about but i don't know i kind of already do because they do pirate night and all that stuff right right but i just wondered like i said because i have such limited knowledge of the cruise line if how long those themed cruises have been around because i kind of assumed that they already did like a pirates of the caribbean themed cruise you know what i mean yeah yeah no i hear you i hear you yeah because, I mean, they already kind of do the whole pirate day at sea kind of thing because the whole day is pirate stuff. So. It's just one day, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I but, would, but I think a themed cruise would be really right. Cool. I and probably not like a seven day. Like it would be like yeah. a four day one because that's probably all you could honestly handle, even if that was like your most favorite thing in the world. Because it's gonna get it's gonna get old kind of quick, and it's gonna get you know the same thing all the time. You know, how much of it can you do without it being? Right, redundant, which is fine. So I think like one, if it was one of those three or four day cruises, it would be great. And you could have. So just wrapping up, so I don't go on forever about it. Uh, you know, so my my idea would be so two of the theme areas 
like the kids thing you could have like a whole like they did with the new ship with the Millennium Falcon you could have a whole uh, pirate ship type setup where you're on board and it's almost like you're you're pretending to uh, to man the ship you got to set the masts and you could you know have a have a somewhat of a crow's nest and man the cannons and have like a simulated battle or something with another ship mm-hmm. and then on on the flip side you could be like uh, you know for the tiki end of it you could be you know, for the kids, they can pretend to have like a little juice bar or something like that, where they're serving stuff and there's cool music playing, and they get to wear the Hawaiian shirts, and you know, maybe they have the kids do like a little kid style luau or something like that. You, know, you could have two different spaces like that, and then for the adult end, you could have t- two separate bars, uh, separate rooms, just so the themes didn't match. You could have like a like a real deal, like like. Like a real deal tiki style bar with the authentic cocktails and and the music and the lighting and the mood and the crazy and the nice decor and you know almost like a Trader Sam's on a ship but maybe like next level and not as uh, hokey isn't the word I'm looking for but uh, more authentic I guess uh, I mean Trader Sam's is authentic I don't know I can't think of the right word but uh, some of the ones like that are out in California that are like themed to the hills and and rich with history and stuff like that. Um, and then the other one would be like a, almost like a, like a pirate theme bar, almost like a, like a Tortuga Tavern type thing, but like rowdy and raunchy. And, you know, there'd be like sawdust floor and you know you can get peanuts and you'd like, you were at a baseball stadium, throw the shells on the floor. And it's, a, you know, they're maybe not, not that they're mean to you when you order your drinks, but it's not going to be like, hi, how you doing? It would be, you know, be like, what do you wait? The whole theme would fit. You know what I mean? It would, you would you'd fit right in. I mean, they couldn't be mean to you because it's Disney Cruise, but you know where I'm coming from. It's not going to, they're not going to, you're not going to exchange pleasantries, you know, and stuff like that. So I, I think something like that would be cool. And it may cater to maybe a very, very small amount of people. So that could only be like a once a year thing because I don't know that how many people would flock to something like that, but. You know, here I am talking about it like it's actually going to happen, but <laughs> <laughs> clearly, for not having any ideas, I had a good I had a, uh, a well thought out one. Well, it kind of <laughs> makes me want to see how this whole Star Wars land immersive weekend thing yes. works out for them to see if they then carry it over to a cruise line or to other themes in other or, yeah. areas. Because, because right as soon as you said that, my mind totally went to like. Uh, I, I mean, they could do any of the lands in the Magic Kingdom, and I don't know that that's the park to, uh, and I don't want to get off on a tangent, but I think, like, Tomorrowland could heavily benefit from, like, walk-around characters and theming and and some sort of bring a story back to that land. Uh, I mean, Adventureland could, too. I mean, Fantasyland has its own story with the attractions that are there and the characters that walk around, but uh, Tomorrowland is sadly lack, lack, lacking any sort of vision, especially now being that it's not so tomorrow-like, but... <laughs> hey, we'll see what happens when Tron comes along. Yeah, no, I know, yeah, but... Right, right, right. But, so, yeah, I think I don't it's know. interesting. But then I'm I'm not a very... Um, not a very outgoing personality. So, like, the thought of an immersive weekend in Star Wars terrifies me. Like, I don't want random people coming up to me and telling me that I have, a, like, a purpose. <laughs> right, know? right, right. Yeah, yeah, no, I got you. So... So I'm like I know we are getting off on the tangent again, but I'm I'm curious to see if that if it's a success and if it spills over, like you said, into other lands or other 
uh, how many opportunities because you know how Disney is. If something works, oh, they're gonna they're like they're gonna yeah. beat it. They're gonna beat it like a dead horse. Exactly. <laughs> but you know what so, it did? So I'm the the. Sometimes I have an out. If I'm comfortable, then I, I think I'm fairly outgoing. And if it's if it was something along those lines, I think I would be reluctant at first. But once I got going, I think I'd be totally into it and forget all about any sort of insecurities that I may had of of acting like that in front of strangers. But maybe if they had certain levels of it, you know what I mean, like where you could participate, but like you weren't like a hundred, you know, you weren't like all in. You know what I mean? Like stuff you were comfortable with, they would like spill out. You know this. Yeah. You you could be you can be participating in in this this and this event or or a task or whatever it is, um, and it would be everything you'd let, you'd know about it. it. Wouldn't be anything like you said, right, Adrian, right. where it's like you're walking around in your costume or whatever during the day, and then like a random person comes up to you and you know whatever. I need to I need to. F- smuggle this onto the Millennium Falcon for an example right. and and you're the person that has to help them get to the ship because you know where Han is hiding you know what I mean it wouldn't there'd be people that would be totally into that and there'd be other people who are like ah, I can't I can't do the spontaneity thing and so right. maybe you would have a separate mission where like alright you're going to be here and this person somebody is going to come to you and this is what you are going to do so you have a task that's laid out before you that you know you're going to do and about when you're going to do it and maybe that would be comfortable for people who want to enjoy it and be a part of it but but like you are not as outgoing or a little you know insecure is the wrong word I think because that's not what it is it's just you're not comfortable you're not comfortable with with that kind of stuff so I I think they could cater it to that if they wanted to it's got to yeah. be kind of escape roomish because people get comfortable in those escape room situations at least they seem to right 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 so I mean, there's yeah, there's many different options. So I don't know. What do you? How about you, Jessica? What do you? What do you? Got any thoughts on? Well, my first line of thinking was kind of similar to yours with the Polynesian theme, but I was sitting here while you were talking, thinking, why don't we take Mel's idea for Cusco Topia and put it on the ocean with a South America cruise? Wow! Right? Nice. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Make the ship Cusco Topia. Yes, please. Completely <laughs> roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, oh, absolutely. That would be instead of the aqua dunk, it would be the right. it would be Kronk yeah. and uh. And speaking of that, one more ta- one more off topic. To, I don't know. I, I might have <laughs> even said it on here. We wa- I watched Kronk's new groove fairly recently because my daughter wanted to put it on, or one of my, or maybe it might have been the the little guy. And I've I had, seen that. I hadn't watched it in a long time. It's fu- it's I mean it's not as good as the first one, but it's funny. It's good. It's a it good, good sequel. Like no I was, joke. We watched Emperor's New Groove yesterday. Yeah. And the whole time we're watching it, my husband and I are like, they don't make this kind of movie. Like no. Yeah. It's so different. It's amazing. Sorry. Well, and on the cruise, you could you could take all of her her poison room, whatever, and make that a bar. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, that would be awesome. Store. Yeah, and I don't even remember all the ideas Mel had, but I remember she had it down to the costumes that the cast members would have. So I'm sure she would have a plan. (laughs) She did. She had like she had it all spelled out. Yes, yes, she did. I remember that. Yeah, that would be fantastic on a ship. Oh man, that would be great. Listen, Cusco Topia would be awesome anywhere. 
True. Ship lands <laughs> space. Air. Yeah. Yeah. Let's... <laughs> Any form of transportation. Disney needs to make that happen. Yes, they're seriously missing the boat on that. I just want the sass, like you were saying. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? I we all talked last time about how much we love Disney and their level of customer service and how you know everything's going to be fine when you're there. But I love me some sass and sarcasm too. So. Oh hell yeah! Can you, you know? imagine an Isma and Kronk meet and greet? I mean, yeah. oh my yes. gosh! Yes, I can. Can it just be Patrick Warburton? Yes, it should be. <laughs> right? It has to be. It has to be. Well, we get to do the inaugural. Yeah, there we go. That's right. Love it. Oh, that would be... Honestly, you could even do a themed cruise of... I feel like the second half of the 90s movies are just abandoned in the parks. Like Emperor's New Groove, Hercules, Pocahontas, Mulan. Yes. They're nowhere. They're nowhere in no. the parks. So you could just make a cruise about all them. Yep. That is true. Yep. That is true. That is for no, because sure. they pretty much got rid of everything that was Pocahontas. Well, that too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. and let's not even talk about Hercules, which we have all established as one of the most amazing soundtracks in any oh, Disney movie absolutely. ever. Yep. Ever. One Why? Of my favorite movies. Why? Is it because it's difficult to find actors that, you know, like cast members that can live up to those expectations? I don't know. I don't they know. They found them for the video game. They had. They had walk around characters for a while. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think they actually did that just like last week or something. You know those random meet and greets they're doing in Magic Kingdom for the ninetieth or whatever. They Disneyland did. does them for special occasions. Disneyland had I mean, it out recently because I saw people posting pictures of uh, Hercules and and Meg. Yeah, they had a, a sweethearts night. So Sweetheart they had all, night. All the Disney it. couples were there. Yes. It was a ticketed event. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I think the issue lied with uh, Meg's. Uh, the the girls who were uh, dressing as her, I think the headgear was so heavy they were starting to have. Uh, there, were, there was a lot of neck or back mm, issues. Yeah, so I had heard that that was part of the downfall for it, and I guess maybe it just wasn't as popular. Um, oh, and uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame could be in that cruise too. That's not in the parks anywhere. Mm -hmm. No, okay. that was never one of my so favorite ones. But it... yeah, a lot of people do like it. Well, it used to have the. Uh, they used to have the stage show before the Beauty and the Beast stage show. It was the Hunchback and Notre Dame. In, uh, no, in, they had their own MGM. They had their own theater. That's right. They each had their own. Off New York. You're right. They each did have their own for a while. It's that's now correct. That building's now gone. It's gone, yeah. That's so where they were storing the... the magic. It has to be on the magic because of the aqua dunk. Because uh. Kronk has to pull the lever. Yes. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes. <laughs> pull the lever, Kronk. And like, can we just get a little voiceover in your ear? <laughs> and Kronk is up at the top, pulling the wrong lever. Pull the lever, Kronk. You hear it on the on the speakers around you. Pull the lever, Kronk. And then your your crew member slash cast member pulls the lever, and down you go. Yep. And then they Perfect. shoot them. Why do we even have that for? <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Yes. See, Tuscatopia works. Anywhere. Oh, absolutely. You can even <laughs> yeah. incorporate stuff from the second movie because it picks up pretty well right after the other one. Heck, you can pick starts. up stuff from I mean, the animated series. Oh, that too. It's a developed world. Yes, yes, you can. Yes, yes, you can. It's all fantastic, all of it. it Do, and I would like, you know, like you guys said with the sass and things, I would love it if there was something like 50s primetime ish, something with some antics that go with the story i mean you do get 
to know your servers pretty well, but I would love a little bit more of a story kind of that goes along with the interactions. Yes. I, I would like that. I would like that a lot, I too. Know they work so hard. They, I don't know that they'd have time for that. Those those crew members are so awesome. They work so hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah during but, the dinner service, but yeah, I think but even if it was an element. If it wasn't or just have every meal. Actors, like, yeah. like streetmosphere people who, are, oh, who just yeah. roam, who yes. roam the dining room. Yes. And that's their job. Absolutely. To be dining mosphere. Dining room. Dine mosphere. Eat mosphere. Eat I would love some street mosphere throughout the ship. I would love that there, everywhere. There's no reason they couldn't have street mosphere all on the ship. Only one reason they don't want to pay for well, it. I don't know. They can't same have reason it they, Studios, same reason they got rid of it in the parks. But um, no, that, I think that would Still be joy. awesome. Yes, I would I love some street awesome. I would too. Especially if they were like dressed for the Art Deco or the Art Nouveau periods, and I mean, there's backstory there that people don't even know about to the ships about the yeah. theme, about the era of the ships, mm-hmm. and they they could really bring that home with some. And Art Deco just looks so cool, honestly. Yeah, I love I how it looks. And the style, I mean, imagine the crew members. You know, there's of course they're young. I could be their mother, obviously, Jessica. Um, <laughs> You're my you know, surrogate mama. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, I have some more kids up in my house. But, um, but yeah, dressed in those costumes from the era. Very great Gatsby-ish. I would, I'd love to see some street atmosphere going through the atrium lobby. Yeah. So, Disney, make it happen. That Disney listens to me. They really should at this point. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, there's no excuse anymore. I mean, come on, Disney, get with it. Get yeah, you can pretend it was your idea. We won't take credit for it, right? I, I just want no. some things, you know. <laughs> but I, I do. I think that some street atmosphere on the ship would be fantastic. Uh-huh. You know, characters that aren't necessarily Disney characters. Yeah. So, and that could explain the story of the ship a little bit, in a, in a very entertaining, accessible way. Right. So, I don't know anything else. Any other? I mean, I don't know what's. Um... We haven't heard much anything else about any of the new stuff. Come any of the new. Um ships online right no it'll pretty much be hushed for a little while yet yeah yeah didn't you say there were rumors about names uh no they just named the class that they're triton class they're gonna call it triton class now typically and it's not universally applied but typically the class comes is named after the first ship of that class so like the dream class ships are from the dream Magic, oh. magic. Well, I so, can't see them calling a ship Triton. <laughs> totally, I could, but Isn't yeah. it a restaurant? Well, I could, but it doesn't go with the. It doesn't lend the theme. You know, when you have the wonder, the magic, the dream, and the fantasy. Yeah, Triton just know. doesn't yeah. kind of go with it. it but it kind of it. sounds badass. It does, and, and very nautical. I mean. Triton. But the other problem is, is that the Wonder already has Tritons right. as one of their dining rooms. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, 
And the Little Mermaid is the atrium icon of the Disney Wonder already. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think people are mixing the thought that the first ship would be named the Disney Triton. Although, again, it's kind of badass. <laughs> I'm sorry. Really, yeah, it's it is pretty cool. cool. Um, but yeah. Uh, so it's rumored that it's the Triton class. Um, I'm married to a submariner, so kind of neat seeing submarine language kind of come into the cruise line. So I like that. Um, but who knows? We've got a while yet, I think, before we hear anything. Yeah. On that front. Gotcha. Although, of course, in true Disney style, they're not giving us any dates. <laughs> nope. Oh, that was no. Oh, that was silly talk. But they got to be setting a keel here pretty soon. Exactly. Um, I mean, we're coming up on what would be two years before the first sailing. Mm-hmm. And, and, but they haven't given us even a season in 2021. It could be yeah, it's gonna time. be it's gonna be winter. It always has been. Every one of the inaugurals has been in the winter. Hmm. So I can't see them breaking that tradition unless they're gonna do the inaugural from someplace else. Right. That's my fear. Is they'll say, "Oh, well, our inaugural is gonna be a med cruise." Oh, hell no. Because <laughs> that's too expensive to get there. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, that's the rumor. And like I said, if, if that really, and it could just be the code word right now, kind of like when prototypes have a code name, it might not right. actually be the Triton class. It could just be its code name for now. And that's what they're calling it in memos. So that's to not actually say type or refer to the real name. So could be that. Could just be its code word. But I like it. Sometimes Disney knows what they're doing. Bless them. I'm excited either way. New is always good. Yes. Agreed. I just, I do wish we could, at least they'd throw us a little bit of a bone with, you know, a couple more sketches. Just a couple more sketches. Come on. Could it hurt? Maybe a pool? (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Or you're sitting in a chair, just the view from your chair, because that doesn't give anything away. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. (laughs) Way to kill my hope. Sorry. (laughs) I know, right? I know. All right, well... I think that's a nice list of different uh, ideas and places to go and things to see um you know destinations are probably just as tricky as or maybe not even trickier than because pretty much not necessarily the disney cruise lines but between all of the major cruise lines i think they hit everywhere around the globe that people would actually like to go on a cruise ship so um you know, you'd like to think if Disney branched out to some of the more exotic areas, the the price tag is going to be astronomical. Cause Definitely. Because it's, it's expensive now, and with good reason. Um, but you start branching out to some of these these other places further away when it's longer times at sea. It's mm-hmm. it, it's those price tags are going to go up big time. 
big, which is probably why they don't venture that way because it's probably not profitable. Because what would they really have to do? One sailing a year to one of those crazy places that you're going to be on the ship for two weeks, two and a half weeks. I mean, especially the longer ones, you know. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, and some people are fine with that, with being on the ship that long and not having an actual stopping at port to port, you know, because if the ships are that big, there are pretty much floating cities as it is now, and there's kind of no shortage of stuff to do on there. Um, you know, especially if you aren't there with younger children, you know, if you have older children, you know, upper age teenagers, or, if, you know, going as your family and your kids are in their, you know, whatever early 20s and stuff like that they may not necessarily be worried about venturing off to islands and doing this that and the other thing or stopping at all the ports hanging on the ship with your and you know hanging out by the pool and having cocktails all night long may just be what everybody wants to do so or seeing shows and participating in other sorts of events so who knows who knows but um I don't know. I think that's all we got, right? Anybody else have anything else they popped into their heads as we've been chatting? Or I think we're good. I think we're good. All right. Well, then we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, we thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this. And we will talk to everybody next time. troop at www.dizexplorers.com where you can find all the links for all our hosts social media accounts you can also follow the podcast on our facebook group at the diz explorers and on twitter and instagram at the diz explorers you can download this podcast on itunes google play podbean TuneIn radio stitcher radio and also on youtube Thanks for listening.